Are you looking to buy a home in the next six months? Dr. Janae Stokes, the financial coach, can help you get home loan financing or refinancing if you are already a homeowner. She can also help increase your credit score to get the lowest interest rates available. So connect with Dr. Janae Stokes, the financial coach, using the links in the description box below. All right, now let's get into the episode. Are you looking for a licensed realtor who can provide real estate services to home buyers, sellers, investors, and renters in the state of Michigan and Georgia? You are? How about a licensed realtor whose mission is to provide you with guidance, education, customer service, and expertise in real estate? I know someone who can help. His name is John Pendleton. He's a licensed realtor with EXP Realty, LLC, and he's here to provide his time and commitment to work for you. Whether you want to sell, invest, or buy, John Pendleton is your guy. You can find John's contact information in the description box of this episode. Welcome back. This is a another episode of the Kingdom Basora Podcast with your host, Yoel Ben Israel. This is the podcast where the anchor scripture, if you will, and the tone tenor and trajectory of this podcast is Matthew. My Hebrew scholars, that's Matitya 4, Article 17 in the Kingdom of Heaven's Constitution, which says that time Yahshua began to preach and to say repent, change the way you think, change your mind, change your thinking because the kingdom of heaven has arrived that's right King Yahweh's government of heaven his kingdom of heaven government has been brought brought back to the earth via his son Yahshua the Messiah 2000 years ago and we all have an opportunity to enter in to it and to experience it in real time in our lifetime. So, as you all uh, may know, this is doing season three. We're now in season three of the podcast, and the I guess sub theme, the sub theme of this season is exegete the culture and exegete the culture and what I mean by that is what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to take different headlines, different current events, different topical events, different things that are trending and happening within pop culture and also I think within religious culture as well and put that couch it, frame it and contextualize it within the kingdom of heaven's constitution. So we can really understand and right, rightly and properly interpret what's going on around us in society, in pop culture, and in the news headlines as well. So today what I want to 
talk about is the idea of going to see a movie that's rated R under the guise of edification and edifying the governmental body of Yahshua Hamashiach. Now for those of you all who have heard the promo, this episode is entitled Lights, Camera, Edify. Lights, Camera, Edify. So the question that's on the table is, can we as citizens of heaven go and see any type of movie that we want to, especially a rated R movie, under the guise of edification, under the guise of or the notion of I'm looking for the symbolism, I'm looking for the biblical symbolism, I'm looking for the biblical parallels, I'm looking for the hidden messages, the quote-unquote Easter eggs, I'm looking for the subliminals that they're sending to us so we can know how to move and what to do. to watch out for in futurity or the near future. And so I want to I want to share a story um, with you all as as we engage as I engage this question. So back in around I'll say around May, summertime 2015, I landed what I called in my teenage years, in my adolescent years, my dream job. And my dream job was working at a movie theater, right? I was an usher at a movie theater, and I was very excited to get this job. When I first landed the job, when I applied, um, when I got the call back from the manager and I began to engage in the onboarding process and the training, going from one movie theater, being trained to the next one. And being being an usher, it, it, was, it was a very cool job. Uh, we have... The perquisites that came with it were phenomenal to me, especially, um, and, and it's funny because even though that was my dream job, I got that job when I was in my 20s, this was when I was in my 20s, this was May 2015, and I was there for, I want to say about, um, uh, for, for like a year, a year and a half, 2015 and 2016. And I told myself that as soon as this job at the movie theater feels like work, then I'm going to leave it. And that's going to be my last day working there. So that's what I told myself back then. And so, but this this was, it really was my my dream job. And I love going to um, this job. I know there's some people out there right now, some kingdom men, some kingdom women. 
and those who are seeking citizenship in the kingdom of heaven. They're working a job that they hate, um, reporting to a manager or a boss that they disdain. And this job is stressing them out and they dread going to work. Um, they drag their feet going to work and they have to probably work one job or two and a half jobs or three jobs just to make ends meet. But this, this particular job was definitely my, my dream job to work at a movie theater for the time span that, that I was there to be an, an usher at this movie theater. And so with the, the question on the table, can a citizens of heaven watch any movie, especially a rated R movie, under the guise of, I'm going to take the information that I gleaned from this movie, produce a teaching, put it online for the edification of the governmental body of Yahshua HaMashiach, to edify the body of Messiah. So, as I'm working and ushering in this movie theater, during the October season, I would notice that the the roster of movies would become very, very dark, and it would match the season that was going on in real life, which was basically... Um, Halloween, or uh, really is is the Feast of Samhain. If you all want to do some research research on that, and it will be these really dark, spooky, scary, horror, paranormal, really demonic type of films. Um, like one, like one was Medea, uh, or was Boo, uh, Boo a Medea's Halloween, Boo a Medea Halloween called rated um, PG-13 that was a horror comedy hour 43 minutes long that came out in 2016 and I'll I, I never forget too as well um, there was a I believe it was a church van that pulled up a white church van that pulled up and uh, these, these people these Christians pulled up to come see the movie a Medea's a Medea Halloween and it just it just goes to show and speak about the way how religion can really seduce us and entice us and really blind us into engaging into holidays that are totally against and antithetical and definitely diametrically opposed to the kingdom of heaven's culture that we find within the Bible, within scripture, within the kingdom of heaven's constitution. And I could tell you all a plethora and, and a panoply of different stories from the movie theater. Um, it was a very fun job and some very interesting things happened at the movie theater. Uh, so yeah, stories upon stories upon stories uh, could be told. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick to, I'm gonna stick to the topic. I'm gonna stick to the topic at hand. So one day when I went to the movie theater, um, 
I've really felt, especially during this time of, of October, when movies like Paranormal Activity was coming out, and uh, Boo of Medea Halloween was coming out, and I'm ushering people into these auditoriums to go see these movies. I began to, to feel convicted by the Holy Spirit, by Ruach HaKodesh, the governor of heaven. And at first, I didn't fully and wholly understand the conviction that was happening at that time, but now I, now I do. And the conviction was, I'm essentially shepherding and herding these people, especially my own people, black people, right, Israelites, into these respective theatrical auditoriums to go see these movies that are either demonic or rated R movies that are just just laced with profanity and nudity and graphic violence and sexual lewdness and wantonness and lasciviousness and all types of sin that, that the movie is, is projecting from the screen to the audience, to, to the mind's eye of, of the audience. And so this, this conviction became so acute where it got to a point where I had to resign and put in my two weeks notice to leave my dream job at this movie theater. And of course, the workers, my coworkers, and the staff, really, really nice, super sweet people. Um, they didn't fully understand because they were like, wow, you know, um, Denzel is leaving. Uh, they didn't know me as Yoel, really. They, they knew me as Denzel, my um, middle American name. There's a story behind that is the the person, one one of the managers that called me, couldn't really pronounce my, my first name like that, so um, she called me Denzel, and so that, that, that Denzel, uh, my middle name stuck, and that became my name tag, so you can imagine walking around the movie theater and your name being Denzel, um, and then you have Denzel Washington uh, being this famous actor, and people are like, oh man, you related to Denzel, um, Denzel Washington, and things of that nature, so you got to chuckle from, from that for sure and definitely going to work and so eventually I, I, I had to I left the movie theater um, because of this conviction from King Yahweh through the governor of heaven and so I, I share that story because I do see this phenomenon that's happening in real time when it comes to pop culture and engaging pop culture, people who are Christians, people who are in the Israelite awakening, people who are practicing Hebrew Israelism and Christianity, and then you have, I mean, just people who are just irreligious and don't care anything about religion, and it's just a fun hobby for them to just dissect a movie and to look for the the cryptic subliminals and to look at to decipher a, a scene and to reverse engineer a movie scene 
and to also uh, look look for hidden and encoded messages that are embedded within the movie as well. But also within the religious atmosphere and the religious ecosystem, um, I see Christians and I see Hebrew Israelites giving biblical commentary on movies that are rated R like um, like the they clone Tyrone with Jamie Foxx and, and this year, you all know I'm, I'm, I'm fact checking myself just to make sure uh, that these movies are rated R let's see let me see another one let me type this in came out in 2022. Okay, let's see. Oh, there's, okay, oh, cool. But that one's rated PG-13. The Woman King rated PG-13. Not bad, not bad. But recently, that there's a movie out um, that's called Leave the World Behind. And it's on Netflix. It's really been been trending. And it's definitely rated R. It's a horror drama, horror drama film, and it's two hours and 21 minutes long. And so a lot of people have been giving their biblical commentary on this movie, especially within the religious sphere. And pointing out different things and encoded messages and subliminals and biblical parallelisms and giving these eschatological messages and these apocalyptic messages about this is what's going to happen in the end times and this is what we need to prepare, we need to prep, we need to get, um, we need to stock and we need to stock up on food and and weaponry and things of that nature and there's nothing wrong with that, nothing wrong with, with prepping and making sure you're all set for what's going to happen down the line. But I guess really what I want to hone in on is at what expense are we going, are people going to see these movies? There is some very interesting information coming out regarding actors and actresses and also Hollywood as a whole. And, and, and mind you, Hollywood was a place that I wanted to be at one point in time in my life. Definitely wanted to be an actor and uh, be on TV shows and be in Hollywood and be able to be able to Live the life of the rich and famous. I didn't. I didn't really care to be known. Um, but if, if, if my my idea was if I can just be opulent and rich, but also maintain this anonymity about myself, then I was cool with that for the most part. But then, but really, in 2020, King Yahweh started to reveal to me how Hollywood is truly controlled by the synagogue of Hasatan spoken about in the Kingdom of Heaven Constitution, uh, specifically in Reve- uh, Revelation 2, Article 9, and Rev- 
Revelation 3, Article 9. But recently, there is an actress that's been speaking about how acting when they act in Hollywood and they want to embody some of these characters um, how, how it's a very spiritual experience for them and one of the uh, actresses is uh, Taraji P. Henson let's see and on this promotional tour for The Color Purple she talks about and I'm saying I want to pull up a quote for you all and read it So I'm looking looking at this clip. This is, is a clip from a YouTuber. He's a Christian YouTuber. Name is Nick Jones. And he has some very um, edifying videos on his channel. Engaging pop culture. So let me see. Let's see. I want to bring this up for you all. I want to get a quote. I'm looking at the transcript. She says, it's very spiritual what, we, spiritual what we do as actors. You're on the set. You have your chakras all open. You're allowing this character to use your body as a vessel. And so you have to learn how to flip the switch on and flip it off. Otherwise, it could drive you mad. In another clip, she's talking to the ladies of The View. She says, and I quote, she says, it's spiritual what we do. You understand? We allow these characters and these stories to use our bodies as a vessel. That is real. Like if you think about it, you're allowing this other energy, this uh, character speak to, she says, to speak to her. And also, there's another YouTuber by the name of, uh, his channel is called Truth Unedited. He has a video, and I highly recommend you all check this out. His video is called, Have Magic Spells and Curses Been Replaced? I'm sorry, Have Magic Spells and Curses Been Placed on You? Exposing the Witchcraft in Our Entertainment. And he talks about this movie, let me see, it's with Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. And he he has another movie as well. Transcript here. 
talks about this movie uh, starring Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Let's see, this is the Bad Boys movie, and I want to make sure. Okay, Bad Boys for Life. Let me let me double check this really quick. I want to see. I want to make sure I get the rating right for you all. Let's see, Bad Boys for Life. talks about this movie and I think this is a, it's, it's an excellent example when it comes to entertainment and going to see cinematic productions there already are but I think simultaneously at the same time we could possibly be opening and opening up ourselves and become vulnerable to different spells and curses and witchcraft that is placed within these forms of entertainment, these different uh, conduits of entertainment. Entertainment when it comes to Hollywood and rated R movies specifically. Uh, Let's see, let's see. So I'm going to go, let's see. Yeah, so it talks about in Bad Boys for Life. Basically, there's this uh, character who is... uh, Oh, here it is. Let's see. There's this character who is a Mexican actress, Kate Del Castillo, who plays a narco witch devoted to the Mexican skeleton saint. And so she she engages in uh, witchcraft and, and, and casting spells and things of that nature. Um, throughout the film, throughout this Bad Boys for Life film, starring Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. And so, we can definitely tell that right off the bat that this is going to attract a huge crowd. I mean, these are two famous actors, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. And what I realized early on is that this is the bait that they use to draw us in about us, I'm specifically talking about the African American people, um, the so-called Negro and the Israelite, Israel, my Israelite people. Because I I recall when I was a Jehovah's Witness, um, and I was going to visit Bethel, and we were touring New York City, and my buddies and I we were looking to go just relax and, and, and to go see a movie. This was in 2010. Wow. 2010. Now, this is not a rated R movie, but it's called Takers. PG-13 came out in 2010. It's an action thriller movie. And when I when I saw the, the movie poster alone and just seeing melanated faces automatically drew me in at that time because one 
I would, I would rarely see uh, people, men of color, melanated men, Israelite men, on, on the screen like that and, uh, and us being represented. Um, but also, too, this was before I was awakened to who I was as an Israelite and also before I, I became a kingdom citizen of heaven as well. I was still stuck in religion and practicing uh, this JW version of Christianity. But the movie takers, I mean, definitely a, a violent movie. Um, uh, it's about a group of bank robbers. Uh, we're going to rob a bank. And so there's violence in that as well. And behind you, I, I, I wasn't going to exegete the movie and to look for um, hidden messages or subliminals or anything like that. We were just going to um, just just to be entertained, to be entertained and, and to hang out with each other and, and to relax. And I vividly remember the elder that was with us saying to us as we were walking back, because it was walking distance from the hotel to the theater. I vividly remember him and recall saying that, yeah, we shouldn't have, we shouldn't have seen this movie. We shouldn't have watched this movie. And so, I, I essentially say say all of that to really to to get us get us thinking. Can we truly go? watch any type of movie that we want to rated our hard our movies under the guise of um, I'm going to edify my people and other citizens of heaven through my commentary I want to read to us and shine some light on what the kingdom of heaven constitution says regarding this and so I want to go to Leviticus. Leviticus 11. And I want to read uh, I want to read Article 7 and then I'm going to read Articles 45, 44, 45, and 47. So this is Leviticus or my Hebrew scholars out there where you could have 11 Article 7. It says, And the swine, though he has a split hoof and is cloven-footed, yet since he does not chew the cud, he is unclean to you. Of their flesh you will not eat, and of their dead bodies you will not touch. They are unclean to you. I want to drop down to Articles 44, 45, and then 47. It says, For I am the King Yahweh, your judge, Eloheka, in the Hebrew. You will therefore sanctify or consecrate yourselves, and you will be holy, because I am holy. Neither will you defile yourselves with any manner of creeping thing that creeps upon the earth, because I, the King Yahweh, brought you up out of the land of Egypt to be your judge, your El Eloheka, 
You will therefore be holy because I am holy. And then Article 47 reads, To make a difference betwixt the unclean and the clean, and between the beast that may be eaten and the beast that may not be eaten. And so I know some of you all may be sitting, listening, and wondering, why did he read those particular articles from the Kingdom of Heaven Constitution? That has nothing to do with the price of tea in China. It has nothing to do with the topic at hand regarding, regarding going to to the movies and going to see these rated R movies under the guise and masquerade of edification. But I would submit to the conversation that it does. It definitely does. Because Even though Leviticus 11 is talking about physical food and what we consume and put into our bodies, I would also submit to us that this can also apply to our media, to to our, our diet when it comes to media consumption. We see here that King Yahweh commands us, he's speaking specifically to Israel, but he commands all of us citizens of heaven to be holy because he is holy. Earlier today, I was reading um, a book by a very wise doctor, and he was breaking down his book about prayer, and he was talking about holiness and what it means to be holy. And I used to have this very religious definition of what it meant to be holy. That it meant that you have to be sequestered and that you have to engage in hyper-separatism and have this isolationist mentality. Um, I, I know it's, it's past now, but Christmas came around, the feast of, which is really the feast, the Roman fest, festival and feast of Saturnalia just passed. And so some people will be isolated and all to themselves and not, not even engage people and try to shine a light and preach to them the good news about the kingdom of heaven because they don't want to be infected by the Christmas festivities or they don't want to be influenced by those pagans over there or those kataim, those sinners over there. I would submit to us that these movies, rated R movies that are filled with witchcraft and wickedness and sorcery and spells and nudity and sexual immorality and lace with profanity and uh, grotesque violence could be likened to dining on swine. It's unclean for us. that this type of media consumption, this type of diet when it comes to our media consumption is unclean and it causes us to not be holy, to not be in Hebrew Kodesh. And what does it mean to be Kodesh anyway? I believe that now as a citizen of heaven, 
To be Kodesh means to be, or to be holy means to be wholly integrated with oneself. That our mind, our mouth, our motives, and our movements, that they are wholly pristine and they are integrated, that they are one. In harmony with King Yahweh and his kingdom of heaven culture. Really, we can look at Deuteronomy 6, Article 4. This, I believe, gives us a definition of what it means to be holy as well. It says, and I'll read, I'll read it in the Hebrew because it, it, it just sounds really good. Shema Yisrael, Yahweh Eloheinu, Yahweh Akkad. That's Deuteronomy 6, Article 4. And in English, it basically says, Here to obey, O Israel, King Yahweh our judge, Yahweh is one. And a Hebrew word there for one is Akkad. It means that, yes, we are, we are monotheistic and we worship and serve one ultimate judge, and that's the King of Heaven, King Yahweh. But simultaneously, He is one. He's a Akkad. He's one with Himself. He's united with Himself. And He's wholly integrated with Himself. And King Yahweh's mind, His mouth, His motives, and His movements are holy, pristine, and impure. Yeshua says in Matthew, Matthew 5, Article 8, Blessed are those, blessed are the pure in heart, the pristine in heart, heart being a Hebraism for the mind, because they will see, look that word up in the Greek, the Greek word there is horao, but it also says on that same definition, by Hebraism, to experience God. So Yeshua was essentially saying, blessed are those who are pristine, who have a pristine, pure mind, because they will experience King Yahweh in their lifetime. See, I want to read this. I didn't have this in, in the notes, but I want to read this as well. I want to go to Proverbs on Hebrew Mishlei. And read four, Proverbs 4, Article 23. It says, guard your heart. That's, remember that word heart in the Hebrew is leb. And it's a Hebraism for the mind. Guard your mind with all diligence. Because out of it come the issues of life. So as how, how can we guard, guard our mind with all diligence if we're consuming and digesting and metabolizing these rated R movies that are filled with nudity, profanity, lewdness, lasciviousness, wantonness, and all types of lawlessness and, and sin. Yahshua said something very interesting as well. And it's just something for all of us to think about as citizens of, of heaven. Let's see, I want to go to Matitya or Matthew. 15 and see I want to read Matthew or Matthew 15 and article number 15 through 20 and it says then Shimon answered and said to him Yeshua explain to us this parable 
And Yahshua said, Are you also yet without understanding? Do you not yet understand that whatever goes into the mouth of a person enters into the belly, the stomach, and is cast out into the drought? Article 18 says, But those things that proceed out of the mouth come out from the heart. Again, heart is a Hebraism for the mind. And they defile a man. Because out of the mind proceed evil thoughts. It says, really, it says out of the heart. Our heart being a Hebraism for the mind. Because we don't think with our heart, we think with our mind. For out of the mind proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies, or slanderings. You can definitely find these within a rated R movie. People murdering, committing adultery, fornicating, thieving, or as, or as Bahamians, Bahamians say, teething, false witness, lying, being a serial liar, or blasphemies, or slandering people. Article 20 says, these are the things that defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. Yahshua was talking about Pharisaism, and in Hebrew, um, takanot haroshanot, or um, the takanot, or the Pharisaical rabbinical decrees of antiquity. And I think I'm, I'm going to have to... Uh, talk more about that in futurity because that's a very interesting topic as well because I'm seeing that pop up also in real time within religious culture, specifically um, the Israelite awakening atmosphere and also uh, amongst messianics and Torah keepers um, as well but we see Yahshua saying that these evil thoughts proceed out of the mind. And Proverbs or Mishle 423 just encouraged us to guard our mind with all diligence because out of it flow the issues of life. Now some could say, well, you you sound like a fuddy-duddy and you sound square and you sound corny because um, it's like man like so you're saying we can't have fun or have any inter- be entertained I'm not saying that you can't go see a movie or be entertained or laugh or let your hair down so to speak and have fun that's not what I'm saying at all because as a citizen of heaven King Yahweh definitely one, one of the fruits the fruit of the Holy Spirit the governor of heaven is joy and so, no, King Yahweh, he's not a killjoy. He wants us to have fun and to enjoy ourselves. But within the limits and the parameters, but within the culture of heaven. And not under the guise of unclean entertainment. The book of Job or Eob says something very interesting in Job or Eob in the Hebrew 14 article 4 it says who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean not one so can we bring a clean thing out of an unclean movie unclean entertainment it's something for consideration the last question I want us to 
think about is, but what about people can say, what about eschatology? What about the end times? What about stuff that's going to happen in the future? Because Hollywood engages in predictive programming and they let us know what they're going to do before they do it. And so shouldn't we at least be cognizant or abreast? If we want to be abreast of what's going to happen, then, then I have to go watch this radio or movie or have to engage in this unclean entertainment to see what to see what Satan's kingdom of darkness is going to do so I can proactively prepare for what's going to happen down the pipeline or down the road. What I want to submit to that is I want to read let's see, let's see there's so many scriptures to go to and I definitely want to get to them. I want to go to Genesis. And for the Hebrew scholars out there, that's Bereshit. And I want to go to 6. And I want to read articles 13 and 14 that say, And Elohim, King Yahweh said to Noah or Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, because the earth is filled with violence through them. And look, I will destroy them with the earth. Now we see that the earth, a.k.a. heaven's crown land, was not destroyed, but it was still preserved. Article 14 says, Make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Rooms you will make in the ark, and you will pitch it within and out and with outside with pitch. And if you read on all the way down to Article 22, you'll see that King Yahweh gives Noah or Noah these instructions on how to build the ark with acute, significant. He speaks with a bunch of granularity and specificity as well. And Noah Noah didn't have to go to see a movie to figure this out. He got some kingdom of heaven heaven intelligence from King Yahweh himself communicating to him on what to do. Yahshua said something very interesting. I want to turn there. Let's see, let's see, let's He talks about the end times as well. I hear it is. And Matthew, Matthew 24, article 37. But as the days of Noah, or Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as many that were that were before the uh, before the flood, I'm sorry, before the deluge, they were eating and drinking, marrying and being given in marriage until the day that Noah, or Noah, entered into the ark. And they didn't know until the flood the deluge came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. So the days of the days of the coming of Yahshua Hamashiach Ben Adam, the Son of Man, going to be analogous to the days of Noah. And King Yahweh gave Noah kingdom of heaven intelligence. As to what to do 
during the last days and regarding futurity regarding the future. We see this also in Genesis or Bereshit 37 when it comes to Yosef or Joseph. Yosef, he has his dreams. And I'm going to read Genesis, Bereshit 37. I'll read 5. I'll start at Article 5. It says, And Yosef dreamed a dream, and he told it to his brothers, and they hated him yet the more. And he said to them, Here I ask you this dream that, I, that I've dreamed. Because look, we were binding sheaves in the field, and look, my sheep arose and also stood upright. And look, your sheep stood around and made obeisance or bowed down to my sheep. And his brother said to him, you, want, you will indeed reign or rule over us? Or shall you indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream and told it to his brothers and said, Look, I dreamed a dream once more. And look, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to where they bowed down to him, to me, he says. And he told it to his father and to his brothers, and his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Should I and your mother and your brothers indeed come to bow down ourselves before, uh, bow down ourselves to you, to the earth? his brothers envied him, but his father observed the saying. So he hid the saying within his mind. And for those who are familiar with the story of Yosef, if we were to fast forward, we see in Genesis 20, or Bereshit, I'm sorry, Bereshit 50, Joseph, he's sold into slavery, and um, there's also another dream that's communicated to Pharaoh regarding famine coming, and Joseph, he's able to prepare. And so we see, even, even with that instance with Pharaoh, that via this dream that Joseph was able to interpret through King Yahweh giving him the interpretation that he was given, again, some uh, kingdom of heaven intelligence to be able to know what to do and how to prepare and be proactive moving forward. And Yosef didn't even have to go to see a movie or movie that, movie that's rated R or a movie that's that goes against his morals and his ethics as this Israelite man is doing his best to honor King Yahweh and his laws and the culture of heaven during his time as well. Let's see. And there are definitely more examples. We see it in Daniel and Daniel. Let's see. Two. Let me go there. And then I'll close close out this episode. It's Daniel 2. Nebuchadnezzar's dream. Let's see, let's see. Okay. 
Daniel 2, and I want to start, uh, let's see, from 14, and I'm going to read all the way to 30. It says, Then Daniel answered with counsel and wisdom to Ariok, the captain of the king's guard, which was gone outside to kill the wise men of Babylon. He answered and said to Ariok, the king's captain, Why is the decree so hasty from the king? Then Ariok made the thing known to Daniel. And Daniel went in and desired of the king that he would give him time. So he wanted an audience with the king and that he would show the king the interpretation. Then Daniel went to his house and made this thing known to Kananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companions, right, the three Hebrew teenagers, that they would desire mercies of King Yahweh, the judge of heaven, concerning this secret that Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Then was the secret revealed to Daniel in a night vision. This is more kingdom of, kingdom of heaven communication being given to Daniel from King Yahweh. So he's having a night vision. And Daniel blessed the judge of heaven. He blessed King Yahweh. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of Elohim forever and ever, because wisdom and might are his. And he changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings. He sets up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those that know understanding. He reveals the deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and the light dwells with him. I thank you and praise you, O you Elohim, judge of my fathers, who has given me wisdom and might and has made known to me what you have desired of to make known to me Sorry, what we desired of you, what we asked of you. For you have now made known to us the king's matter, or the king's dream. 24, Article 24 says in Daniel 2, Therefore Daniel went to Ariok, who the king had ordained to destroy the wise men of Babylon. He went and said to them, to him, Don't destroy the wise men of Babylon. Bring me in before the king, and I'll reveal to you to the king the interpretation. Then Ariok brought in Daniel before the king in haste and said to him, I found a man of the captives of, of Yahuda, a Yahudi, that will make known to the king the interpretation. The king answered and said to Daniel, whose name, his pagan Babylonian name was Belteshazzar, are you able to make known to me the dream which I have seen and the interpretation of it? Then Ayel answered in the presence of the king and said, The secret which the king has demanded can cannot the wise man, so the wise man couldn't decode it or they couldn't execute the dream, rather interpret it. The astrologers, the magicians, the soothsayers, they couldn't do it, reveal it to the king. But there is a judge in heaven that reveals secrets and makes known to the king Nebuchadnezzar what will be done in the latter days. So far, we don't even see Daniel. We don't see any movie or any piece of entertainment that Daniel has to go, any rated R cinematic art, to get the interpretation of what's going to happen in the future and what's going to happen in the latter days. Your dream and the visions of your head upon your bed are these. As for you, O king, your thoughts came to your mind upon your bed. What should come to pass hereafter? And he, King Yahweh, that reveals secrets, 
makes known to you what will come to pass. And so he received this kingdom of heaven intelligence from the king of heaven himself, King Yahweh. And article 30 says, But as for me, the secret is not revealed to me for any wisdom that I have more than any, any, anybody living. But for their sakes that will be will make known the interpretation to the king, and that you might know the thoughts of your mind. And so we see different examples of people having visions and dreams. We see in the book of Acts 10, where Shimon Bariona he has a vision thrice about unclean uh, animals and, um, and clean animals, and this is more, this is another communique from the kingdom of heaven on what he should do and how he should move and what is going to happen in the future. And we see he gets a knock at the door. Um, three Gentile men, uh, they desire to have him, Shimon Bariona, to come to their house and to speak to them regarding what, uh, what King Yahweh wants him to speak uh, regarding these three men. Uh, referring to specifically Cornelius, going to Cornelius' house. And let's see, I want to I want to read that really quick, and this will be the last one. Uh, let's see. Okay, yeah. So it's Acts ten, and Acts ten, Article twenty two. It says, and they said Cornelius, a just man, so a zadik in the Hebrew, a righteous man, one that fears Elohim. And he's a good report, has a good reputation among all the nation of the Jews of the Yahudim, was warned, well, I'm sorry, yeah, was warned from Elohim by a holy angel to send for you into his house and to hear words from you. And so it's, it's, it's amazing to me how we can see all throughout the constitution of heaven, these dreams happening. Um, these visions, these night visions uh, that, that Shimon Bariona has, um, these dreams that are able to be interpreted and rightly exegeted by Yosef, by uh, Daniel, um, but by no wittiness or wisdom from, from within them, but uh, it definitely came from the king who helped them to unpack and to exegete these dreams and to decode them um, for Pharaoh and Yosef's case. And for King Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel's case, and all, all of these accounts helped them to prepare for what was going to happen in futurity in the last days and what was going to happen in, in, in their lifetime. And we see with Noah as well, with building the ark, and um, he gets very specific uh, instructions on what to do and how to build it, and uh, the, the measure from even down to the measurements, the cubits, and, and this communication all all came to them uh, straight from the kingdom the king of heaven and without any really any any other conduit and they they really didn't didn't really have to rely on um, in any form of entertainment or man-made innovation but but they ultimately relied on King Yahweh to guide them as to what to do when it came to the future and when it came to how to prepare and um, how how to move in their generation and if we 
truly believe that King Yahweh, he still is the same yesterday, today, and forever, then I, I guess the question that I want to leave us with is, do we think that he, he can't communicate to us in the same way that he did back then when it comes to dreams, uh, when it comes to night visions, and when it comes to um, also definitely his Holy Spirit communicating to us and letting us know what to do and how to move in the future uh, and, and, and what, what a lot of people call the, the last days or the end times and how to be preserved and how to um, be safe and, and, and how to be prepared. And so that's what I want to leave you all with this podcast episode. Um, just, just some food for thought for us to think about that and to um, to really rethink about the forms of things that we're entertaining and how at, at, what ex, at what expense are we engaging in these different art forms of entertainment, whether it be movies, whether it be concerts, but specifically movies. Because I'm, I'm seeing this trend a lot um, lately, especially, especially uh, within different religious circles, um, Christian circles, and also within Hebrew Israelite circles as, as well. We see uh, clearly that the Constitution of Heaven encourages us to guard our, our mind with all diligence and Yeah, we, we, should, we shouldn't look to these movies to, to be that messianic voice. We already, if, if you listen to this podcast and you believe in the Bible, um, then we already have a clear-cut idea of who the Messiah is um, and, and what he stood for. And the one thing that Hollywood is definitely not going to point us to is Yah's kingdom, and it's definitely not going to preach to us the, the good news message that, that Yahshua preached. Um, and so if, if I were you, I'm, I'm definitely not holding my breath for um, any biblical movie, any, any rated R movie specifically, any piece of media entertainment um, that comes up within Hollywood to uh, articulate, articulate to us and to enlighten us to the reality that uh, we all need, need to change our mindset because the kingdom of heaven has arrived. Um, Hollywood is really not not going to tell you that at 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 all, and and they're really more more so interested in um, programming and and placing their superimposing their agenda upon. Upon society as a whole, and and a, and a really um, a major thing that Satan's kingdom of darkness does is he wields the um, or he influences entertainment and movies in in a way to shepherd people into whether it be religion or 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 just completely lawless lifestyles, and that's what makes. Um, that's what puts a, a, a smile on, on Hasatan's face. And so, um, for, for those of you all who are, who love movies and, and you love going to the theater and you love to engage in that type of entertainment and, and you're like me, um, 
I would I, I would definitely encourage you to uh, to be discerning and and um, just like the story the story that I gave at the beginning of this episode regarding the movie theater and me having to leave eventually uh, that um, to really really listen to what King Yahweh is communicating to you um, because he does communicate to us through through dreams I used to write dreams off and just think that uh, they, they didn't didn't really mean much and and um, they were they were I used to write them off it's just very random and arbitrary and they had no weight to them they had no um, uh, premium to them at all but uh, the more and more I'm seeing and uh, being being cognizant and being sensitive to to dreams that do um, uh, come my way when I'm when I'm, I'm sleeping is that they, they actually do uh, uh, carry us premium and, and they do carry weight and they give us insight and intelligence as to what King Yahweh is communicating to us when it comes to his kingdom and when it comes to us as well when it comes to uh, what he wants us to do and what he's trying to communicate to us in, in, um, in whatever time or whatever space or season we are within our lifetime uh, as well. And, and, and also, I want to want to encourage um, those who have um, the gift of making movies or who have the gift of writing or art. Um, that's is definitely a way to advance the kingdom of heaven and the good news about the kingdom of heaven's arrival as well. It is through movies. We um, it's, it's it's you're hard pressed to really force people or really to encourage people to, to read something um, especially if, if, if it's a tome or, or if it's a very weighty book or if it's a long book um, but we're more apt to watch something that, that's on on the screen, on, on TV, whether it be um, or, or, or really that's on our phones, whether it be a TikTok video that's quick and to the point or whether it be this long drawn out but very engaging two three hour um movie uh that's that that's laced with all, all types of lawlessness um that pulls in our um uh that, that really grabs our attention uh for, for, for those for those uh, couple hours really um and so uh yeah i, I definitely definitely want to encourage you all um, if there are some some kingdom citizens that, that have that gift of filmmaking and um, your directors, your screenwriter, your actor, um, to continue to, to master that um, uh, that that craft and that gift because that can really be used to advance the kingdom in a, um, a beautiful way. Um, uh, because this this generation that's coming up, the the the, the span, the attention spans that they're getting, they're shrinking due to social media and. But what was ironic is that uh, people who can sit around and, and watch a 90-plus minute production um, that that captures captures their their attention. Uh, and so, if, if, you, if you have have you have that gift, if you have that um, uh, that, that 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 talent, and and you've been kind of sitting on it or just just been pushing it aside or um, trying to avoid it, um, I, w- I would definitely encourage you to to go to King Yahweh and ask him. To help you um, to hone that gift, to sharpen it, to polish it up, and also to master um, your 
craft, when it comes to entertainment, when it comes to media, and when it comes to, to making that type of art, um, that that type of cinematic art uh, for, for the for the glory of King Yahweh and his his kingdom of heaven as as well. Um, so so with that said, you all, I'm, I, I thank you all for listening to this episode. Um, forgive me for not um, podcasting uh, Sunday. Um, but I'm, I'm doing, doing my best to be consistent with this and to um, find topics and current events um, that, that are relevant, uh, that, that are fresh, and that are um, engaging uh, to us and um, doing my best to help us to contextualize it within the scriptures and within the Kingdom of Heaven Constitution uh, so we can truly understand what's going on um, and what's being reported to us and what's being shown to us. And in the media, um, and with these different uh, um, uh, screens, whether it be a computer screen, phone, or or the, that big theater screen that, that that people go to see when they um, when they, they go to, to the movie theater. Uh, so, with that being said, you all, thank you all again. Um, this has uh, uh, been another episode of the Kingdom Basora podcast. And until next time, as always. Um, I pray that you all uh, will continue to change the way you think and be encouraged to change the way that you think and to change our mindset. Um, because as Yahshua said um, uh, in, in Matthew or Matitia 4.17, the kingdom of heaven has arrived. And my prayer is always for you all um, that listen to this. Um, those who um, may still be uh, searching for truth, uh, a, a truth seeker, and those who are... Um, intrigued and interested in the good news message that, that Yahshua preached. I pray that you sincerely do uh, and you will become a citizen of heaven within your lifetime and that King Yahweh will um, continue to uh, you'll continue to be sensitive to the invitation um, that King Yahweh is um, handing out to you in regards to you becoming a citizen within his kingdom and um, living uh, a, a life that pleases him and that glorifies him when when it's all said and done and so with that thank you all um you all have have a blessed rest of your week and i'll see you all in the next episode shalom aleikim love you all very much